everyone, and welcome back to BoJack Horse Pod, the BoJack Horseman story. Today, we will be talking about Season 4, Episode 4 of BoJack Horseman, Commence Fracking. I'm your host, Kirsten McKinnis, joined as always by the lovely Lindsay Wilson. Lindsay, how are you? I like to imagine that by the time people hear this, that like I will be pretty good. Like I will be done with a midterm, and I'll be done with some school stuff, and I hopefully will be good. <laughs> Okay, but how are you right now? I'm dying. I'm dying, Kirsten. Yeah, sounds like not good. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was, I guess I tweeted the other day, like, just FYI, everyone, I'm doing fewer edits, so I'm leaving all of these tangents intact, so we'll see what people think of last week's episode. But Oh, people were like, leave the tangents, we love them. <laughs> I didn't see one person being like, oh man, tangents. <laughs> That's a good point, and none of our reviews are like, ugh, too many tangents, but, you know. Yeah, I only get that on the Love Island podcast. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fortunately, we're not one of those podcasts where people write in to say, like, too much talking on this podcast. Thank God, because I'm <laughs> literally just, like, sick of that. Mm, like, yes. oh, what? Talking too much on a podcast? Like, do you like podcasts? Yeah. Or... <laughs> yes, but nonetheless, things are things are all right. And I watched BoJack this morning. That was a nice little break from studying for stats a nice study break and treat for you yeah yeah Uh, you can watch a little bojack as a treat this will be such a time capsule someday to look back and be like my year of covid and phd studies (laughs) and my year of depression (laughs) (laughs) a time capsule of our like very poor mental health for a year i mean (laughs) sadly i think one year of poor mental health is (laughs) a light guess for me but it's fine it's just like perfectly captured on this uh, on this podcast but anyway how are you i'm doing okay i am deep into Grey's anatomy i'm almost done season seven wow wow really i think uh, i think when we spoke last year like part way through season five yeah i'm chugging along about like a season and a half a week ish mm-hmm, mm-hmm. typically and then yesterday i really put a dent into season seven because i was sad yeah. so did it help? No, <laughs> it doesn't make you feel better, oh. but it makes me feel like I'm allowed to cry. So good, good. That's good. It's important to let it out. It is. I was like this year, I was like, my goal this year is to be vulnerable. And I realized like in the last week, I was like, I haven't actually been vulnerable. <laughs> like, I, uh, like I've been vulnerable with myself mm-hmm. and not anybody else. And that is not what the goal was like okay Kirsten good job intellectualizing your feelings and not getting anywhere (laughs) we'll try again next year yeah maybe maybe in January I'll be equipped to do that yeah um, for next year I got better at trusting people good so good kind of shot me in the foot but (laughs) it's fine (laughs) oh no oh keep trying that it's fine commence fracking Mm mm-hmm this episode was interesting. It was. It was funny because just a minute ago when I was like, it was a nice break. I was like, did I like this episode? And I don't know. It was all right. There are things about this episode that I really like. Yeah. And then there are things about this episode that make me really uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. How do we want to address the episode? Do we want to break it up? Yeah. Because I sure. forgot to do that, so but I. I can <laughs> do it now I, if you wanna I didn't do it either well let's just talk through it and then if we like get distracted we can like jump around okay <laughs> so at the end of the last episode we left Bojack and Hollyhock sitting awkwardly on a couch together and they know now that they are related mm-hmm. yeah and Bojack's like oh like let me be the first to tell you I'm bad news and I can't support you as a father and she's like oh trust me you are not the first person to tell me that I laughed. One of my favorite things of this episode is Hollyhock. I find Hollyhock to be so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, like, she has so many of the traits that Bojack has that are not really as funny coming from Bojack anymore because they're, like, tainted by him being a horrible person. Mm-hmm. But Hollyhock's, like seems so far like she's at least an okay person yeah like Like she's so young and she has her whole life ahead of her and she hasn't like screwed people over in the way that bojack has at least as far as we know Mm -hmm. and so like things i I find like things that she says are endearing where they would be kind of rude coming from bojack (laughs) yeah like i know noah messaged us recently and was like my take on hollyhock is that she's what bojack could be or would be if he'd had a stable and loving environment growing up she had eight dads and so she learned healthy coping mechanisms (laughs) 
Yeah, and from some stuff we learned in this episode, her eight dads give her really good advice. Yes, they seem very healthy. They seem great. Much better than Bojack would be. Much better. Okay, Bojack as a dad would be horrible. (laughs) Remember that episode where he's like imagining that like baby horse that he would have had with Charlotte? It's just like... That's not... And that's not what he would have been like. So not what he would have been like. And so Holly Hawk did did well for herself having eight good dads. I think like... What could be the better situation than being raised by eight gay dads in polyamorous (laughs) relationships? Like, I can't think of a better situation. No, it seems like a dream. Even if they didn't have great jobs, like, there'd be plenty of money because it'd be an eight-income home, (laughs) right? One child, seemingly. Yeah, it's like uh, octa-income one kid. (laughs) An oink. An oink. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like oink about one kid. <laughs> yeah. It's I'm just gonna call it an oink. Okay. <laughs> and I think that's a great household to have. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And probably like at least one of them probably like stayed with her all the time and like she I feel like she probably just had yeah. the best of both worlds of like a lot of incomes and also like someone at home. Well yeah, they could all work like such a different sketch. Like I just think what a dream. What a dream. Yeah. It's like that whole thing about like it takes a village or whatever. Like their house is just a village. They have the village. Yeah. Wow. So what we get from this is that Hollyhock's like, I don't really need you to be a dad to me. I'm not looking for another dad. I have eight dads, mm-hmm. but I want to know who my mom is. So yeah. like, just tell me who you slept with in 1999 and I'll get out of your hair. Yeah. I think she's like, that can be the only relationship that we have if that's all you want. And she seems like she's okay with that too. Of like, I don't need anything from you. Just tell me who my She has eight is. dads. Yeah, who exactly. needs a ninth dad? Yeah. <laughs> that's too many cooks. Nine is too many cooks. <laughs> I did laugh at the line of like, you want to know who your mom is? Who am I? Josh Radner? Like nothing, nothing for Josh Radner. God, how quickly we forget. Who the hell is Josh Radner? From how I met your mother. <laughs> Oh. How quickly we forget. Well, I know about How I Met Your Mother, and I know who Ted is, but mm-hmm. I would never knew that that's what that actor's name exactly. is. Exactly. Imagine playing, like, the worst character <laughs> in TV. Literally. Yeah. No, my take on How I Met Your Mother is that it's the show that has aged the most poorly the fastest. Like, it instantly became a show that you're like, mm, everything about this is problematic. Yeah. It's Well, it's like the main characters are all mostly bad. Yeah. And, like, I mean... Barney Stinson was like a cultural icon and then it was like oh the bro code is actually like pretty gross and rapey well yeah and Barney was pretty gross and rapey. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah did not age well and very quickly but one of the funniest scenes in tv to me is it's in I think season one of How I Met Your Mother and it's where Barney gets sick mm-hmm. and Robin's taking care of him and he like wakes up because he passed out sick and he pulls the blankets down and he's like, I'm wearing fleece pants. And I really like how troubling that was. For him. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed it when it was on. Like I was a big fan, especially of the first like couple seasons. But yeah. And then the ending. My God. Ugh. I never watched the last season. I said, I don't need to watch any more of this. Yeah. I mean, the ending was terrible. Chappelle will cover it someday. Will he? I mean, he keeps talking about it. I hope he does. Chappelle, this is your call to do it. No, I would really prefer that Chappelle talks about, like, anything else. Like, stuff that he likes. (laughs) He keeps saying he wants to talk about the finale. I think think we all need it for the closure. No, I think (laughs) that what we need from closure is to just walk away. Yeah, that's a good call. Closure is not a real thing. True. As we famously discussed on this podcast, we don't believe in it. So, you just walk away. Yeah. But yeah, so Bojack says, like, it's going to be hard to figure out who he had sex with in December 1999 because that was a lot of people. But... There was one woman. Mm-hmm. Marcy was definitely a cutting holes in a condom type. <laughs> a real nutter and a good lay. <laughs> Which is very much what Hollyhock wants to hear about her possible mother. Yeah, a real nutter and a good lay. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to be a nutter, I guess good to be a good lay. I don't know. I mean, we all have our strengths. <laughs> so this is where, and this is one of the funniest parts. So at this point, Bojack's like, well, can we do this tomorrow instead? Like, I need seven hours of bed drinking mm-hmm. in order to, like, be an effective human. Mm-hmm. And Hawk's Hawk's like, okay, well, I'll just go to my hostel. It's downtown in a bad neighborhood. <laughs> and she goes, 
I hope there are no murderers. And Bojack's like, we all hope that all the time. <laughs> yeah, she's like, if I die, will you call my eight dads? And he's like, I have to call all of them? Like, I can't work at a phone tree? Yeah, I lo- I, what? I have to call all eight? And that's the that's the kicker. He's like, okay, if you're just going to be a baby, stay here. Take <laughs> the couch. Don't be texting about how cool my house is and turn off all of the lights. <laughs> all of them. Which is hilarious because I don't think all of the lights have ever been turned off in Bojack's yeah, house. Yeah, agreed. Okay, so this is where we go over to Diana and Mr. Peanut Butter's house, and they are trying to have sex, but it is not going well. Yeah, yeah, it's awkward. And I mean, I guess a big part of it is like the campaign's going on and Katrina's staying there, and they just like can't get in the mood. Yeah, but it's like they're like <laughs> turning in circles, and like they just like it's like they've never had a body before. Yeah. It's very weird. Yeah, Mr. Peanut Butter is like wearing pants, and like it's, I don't know. I don't, it seems like it's not going well. It seems odd, and I'll use this as a great opportunity to say I don't like how much of this episode was about a human and a dog having sex. It was uncomfortable, especially at the end. Like we'll get there. I found it awkward. <laughs> I hate that's putting it mildly i like i know that mr peanut butter is technically like part human mm-hmm. and uh, i know that this is like part of the show and obviously like they've had sex with each other and it's been confirmed since the pilot mm-hmm. however we don't need to see it yeah i didn't like that they made us see it it made me very uncomfortable yeah it was weird so this is where we get right before Katrina comes in, Mr. Peanut Butter's like, I always thought I was good at something, but I wasn't sure what. And now, thanks to Katrina, I know I'm good at people liking me. Yeah. <laughs> I also enjoyed from him the moment where like he's trying to like be sexy with her, which was like making me very uncomfortable, but then he says <laughs> he says, I'm gonna fill you with a mysterious substance that scientists still don't understand. Well the yeah, he says I'm <laughs> he says, I'm gonna frack you. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm gonna mine you or and then he's like then he goes with the mysterious liquid and i'm just like but the scientists still don't understand the ramifications of but he has this very like troubled look on his face and it's it's quite funny even though i was like i'm uncomfortable with this dirty talk no it was disturbing yeah deeply disturbing and the fact that you could find it funny <laughs> makes me look at you in a whole new light mostly just his expression but Ugh. No. (laughs) So Katrina comes in and is like, everyone who isn't me has to shut up right now. (laughs) Yes. She says Diane looks sad. Mm -hmm. And Diane's like, oh, I am. And she's like, no, like, you need makeup. Like, maybe some blush, maybe some foundation. Like, mm, you look bad. Yeah. Yeah. And she tells tells them that Mr. Peanut Butter is up in the polls for the first time ever. So that's great news. Mm -hmm. Then we get, okay, this is another one of my favorite scenes of the episode. So Bojack Mm -hmm. wakes up and there's a fire in the kitchen. And it is Hollyhock trying to make him breakfast. And she put a Pop-Tart in the microwave with the foil still on. And when Bojack goes, did you take the foil off? She says, no, I was doing it popcorn style, which I thought was very charming. Very charming. And he forgives her because, quote, making food is impossible. (laughs) Honestly, who lied? Nobody lied. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And he's, he's like, whatever. Like, he just is completely unfazed by this. She tells her to just ignore it. Like, it'll tire itself out. And then he's eating the, like, blackened, burnt (laughs) Pop-Tart. How do you feel about Pop-Tarts? I'm like, if someone gave me a Pop-Tart, I would eat it. Like, I'm not made of stone, but. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not made of stone. (laughs) I like the raspberry Pop-Tarts, but I don't like any other Pop-Tart. Yeah. Like, I don't even like the strawberry one, which is, I think, functionally exactly the same. Yeah. When I was a child, I was like, the one I was most okay with was there's like a s'mores one. But oh, even that no. one, I was still like, not, I'm not, I was like, I'm not, not into this. Like, please, someone just give me a s'more. I like, I like a raspberry Pop-Tart, but they don't sell them on their own anymore. They only sell the raspberry ones now in like the box that has like the blueberry, strawberry, and raspberry. Mm, I always hated but the blueberry one. I don't one. like blueberry or strawberry. I just like the raspberry ones. Yeah. So now I'll just like never have a Pop-Tart again. And that doesn't <laughs> feel fair. I think the last time I had a Pop-Tart was probably like in the 90s like <laughs> oh last time i had a pop tart was last year because i was hungry at work and my sister was like oh there's pop tarts in my desk drawer oh my god <laughs> yeah no i don't think i've had one as an adult oh my god well i'll have to bring you one when i see you <laughs> i know you'll take it because you're not made of stone indeed <laughs> uh, i think that was one of the funniest things you've ever said <laughs> oh no don't say that <laughs> no, well no it was very funny 
like you know that i have a high bar for your jokes <laughs> yes that's fair <laughs> i also just i laughed so hard at no i was doing it popcorn style yes oh i loved it so much and just i like i i found it so endearing that he was eating this disgusting pop tart yeah because so they're in the tesla he's eating the pop tart and he is telling her about marcy and marcy was the president of the bojack fan club mm-hmm. which like a hollyhock finds this inappropriate but he's like oh yeah like what a monster i slept with someone who loved me more than anyone else and dedicated her life to knowing things about me and caring about me and then i didn't think about her for 18 years and now here we are and like i kind of see both sides to this yes yeah like because there is like the inherent power structure Mm -hmm. yeah and i mean like yeah it's just like a pretty gross thing to do but like i can also see especially bojack being like this is someone who just like loves me unconditionally of course he's gonna be into that yeah i'm surprised they actually didn't end up in a real relationship yeah (laughs) Okay, we also get the intro to Princess Carolyn and Ralph's storyline, mm-hmm. and it's um, about fertility, mm-hmm. and she has more eggs left than Harry Potter movies, but less than James Bond movies. <laughs> yeah. So awkward that she is getting these results from one of her former dates, the albino gyno rhino or whatever, albino rhino gyno. Oh, it didn't even click to me that that was the albino rhino gyno. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, he it was. And the, it's actually like the man that she saw one date before Ralph. On the same night. Yeah. Well, but it wasn't a good date. No, no, no. And Ralph's like, well, what can we do? And he's like, well, have you considered having a child with a younger woman? <laughs> yeah, I love that. He's like, well, what? No, I want to have a child with this woman. Yeah, yeah. And so he's like, okay, well, you could throw money at the problem. Yeah. And so they get like a bunch of prenatal vitamins and a you can do it poster and they get an ovulation tracker, which is an I ovulate voiced by Harvey Firestein. Mm. And they got real Harvey Firestein to voice it. Yeah. And like truly, I guess I know him from Mrs. Doubtfire and Mulan. (laughs) Yeah, I looked him up too and was like, I definitely don't know this man except for like I guess I know him from those movies. Well, I'm assuming, is he the boyfriend in Mrs. Doubtfire? Oh, maybe. Yeah. The one who Mrs. Doubtfire throws a lime at. And he's like, <laughs> it was a run by, it was a drive by, it would run by fruiting. <laughs> Just like one of my favorite moments in all of film, even though Mrs. Doubtfire is inherently quite problematic. <laughs> that was like a very specific and funny reference. <laughs> it's I will never forget. He throws the the lime at the boyfriend, like when they all go on an outing to the pool. Mm-hmm. I have no and recollection like, of this. Oh, it wasn't me. You remember <laughs> you? Do you don't remember this moment? No. Run by or drive by fruiting is what um, <laughs> they say. I can't remember the specifics, but it's empirically like the funniest moment of <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. Also, an Independence Day, which I've no- never seen, of course. Yeah, no. The Good Wife, that that Good Wife to Bojack <laughs> pipeline. Yeah, yeah, almost as strong as the Law and Order pipeline. Well, this is not the first Mulan voice either. No, that's true. Yeah, it was like the sexy man from Mulan. I can't remember who he was, but... Oh, that was when we got in trouble because we didn't know who B.D. Wong was. Oh, right. (laughs) He is a B.D. He is very B.D. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, so that's Harvey Firestein. We, of course, don't know who he is, but we have seen content with him in it. So everyone else can suck it up and get over it but he voices the i ovulate which is hilarious Mm -hmm. yeah no it's like so intense and it's like i mean we'll see it later in the episode but it's gonna put so much like pressure on them to have sex immediately well i mean i think that's what ovulation trackers do yeah (laughs) this one's maybe a little more explicit Based on my experience with pop culture is it makes women be like, we have to have sex right now. Mm -hmm. The window is closing. I don't know. I don't have any personal experience with it, though. (laughs) And if I did, it would be with the opposite. It would be like, we cannot have sex sex right right now. now. (laughs) (laughs) So Bojack and Hollyhock show up at Marcy's door. She's still living at the same like crappy apartment in the valley she was always living in. And Bojack's just like, after we had sex, did you get pregnant and put a baby up for adoption? And Marcy's like, yes. Yeah. And she's like instantly just like, yep, for sure. And then she's like, I knew you'd come back, Bojack. And she's just so happy to see him and says that when she tried to call him, it was like the number of a sandwich shop in Temecula. Bojack's like, maybe you put it in wrong. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, and I would have called you, but like 9-11 happened and 
Anyway. Even though they had sex in 1999, and then he's, like, blaming 9-11 yeah. and saying it was a hard time for America. Yeah, and Marcy's like, like, oh, Hollyhock, like, can you ever forgive me? And Hollyhock's like, I have a mom. Yeah, hugs her, yeah. But we also get more of Diane, and she's at Girl Crush, and so they've got a knife play article and a 69 <laughs> Days of 69-ing article in the same period of time. Mm-hmm. And Diane's like, not everyone gets to have great sex all the time, do they? Yeah, no one can seemingly relate. Apparently, everyone is having great sex all the time. 100% of the time. And like, it made me laugh so hard. It's like, once we introduced vicious knife play into our routine, <laughs> completely changed our lives. It's like, oh my God. I mean, I, there are people that are into that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Probably but... Chappelle. <laughs> um... <laughs> I can't wait to get a voice memo <laughs> about that. It's the word vicious for me. <laughs> it's the thing is, is I'm going to get the voicemail and Chappelle's going to be like, I just think we need to hear both sides. <laughs> so Stefani is like, can I speak to you in your office? And Diane's like, I don't have an office. You said office have corners and corners are the patriarchy. Yeah. <laughs> so they go into the hot take cool down yoga area. And she's like, so obviously you're not having sex with your husband. Yeah. And uh, it, it comes up that it's like issues with the election and fracking. And Stefani's like, people do love fracking. It's fun to say. <laughs> yeah, which we pointed out last week. Very fun word. It's a very fun word. They shouldn't choose fun words to describe horrific climate, like, disasters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yet they did. <laughs> and yet they did. Yeah. So first, though, Diana's like, nobody would be pro-fracking if they actually knew what it was. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, she says, so tell them. And she's like, I can't go against my husband. And that's when Stefani says, you have to do, like, as I always say, you have to do you. And if he's doing him, then who's doing you? That was really good. Right now, it seems like no one's doing you. (laughs) And it reminded me, it's actually so funny. I used to work with this girl and like, we were like not really friends but like kind of friends and at one point she like turned to me and was like as I always say you do you and I was like it's 2015 what are you talking about as you always say (laughs) it just was so funny to me and I like constantly like if anyone ever says like oh you do you I think about that coworker <laughs> saying that to me how they invented that phrase <laughs> like because it was not a new phrase at the time like it was like well past when you do you like, <laughs> come into the the mainstream mm-hmm. what a dork such a dork such a dork <laughs> we can definitely call people dorks we're allowed especially because we are dorks I yeah. think we're allowed to call people dorks <laughs> we own it <laughs> We're reclaiming the language. That's right. To insult people we don't like. Um, <laughs> so back at Marcy's house, Hollyhock is like, I have to use the bathroom. Bojack, can you come with me? It's a father-daughter bathroom thing. Yeah. Not for reasons of me being weirded out by this conversation. Because like Marcy is showing them this weird scrapbook that she has made where she found every woman that Bojack ever slept with and then like drew x's all over and their found faces their home and addresses yeah and their faces. yeah oh my god yeah and she like presents this as like isn't this a nice thing i did yeah and it's like oh, i just knew bojack would come back to me mm-hmm. why yeah uh, why did you want him back but so then hollyhock and bojack are in the bathroom and she brings out a photo that would have been taken in the summer of 1999 when Marcy would have allegedly been like eight or nine months pregnant with Hollyhock. Mm-hmm. She's very obviously not pregnant. So Marcy is lying. Yeah, they go on like this whole thing of like, oh, this was in August and like I was born in September and I looked up when this movie was because she's wearing a summer dress. And anyway, Bojack's like, wait, that's a summer dress? I guess I don't know dresses. Yes. We also didn't talk about the voice of Marcy at all. Oh, yeah. I don't know who it is. So I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name, but her name's Kathy Najimi? Najimi? But anyway, she's in Sister Act. She's in one of the Sanderson sisters in Hocus Pocus. Like, (laughs) famous. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this woman. Oh, yes. She's in all kinds of things. Yeah. Veep for five years. Yeah. Right. Like... A queen, truly. Yeah, Sorry truly. to not give her her moment in the in the sun. And, and for not knowing how to pronounce her last name, but we appreciate yeah, this woman. I don't, I know who she is. I just don't know how to say her name and I don't think I should be blamed for that. I think that's okay. 
I didn't know she voiced Peggy Hill on King of the Hill. Oh my god. She's everyone. Iconic. She is every woman. <laughs> but yes, just realized we hadn't addressed that. So Botox like, I'll distract her, you get the scrapbook. And he distracts her by having sex with her behind the couch while she recites horsing around facts to him. True. This is also uncomfortable. A lot of the sex that I was uncomfortable with. Um, And this was like, it was a questionable decision. But you know, what? gotta do what you gotta do. But like, didn't need Hollyhock to walk in on it. Yeah, no, definitely like, not. Poor Hollyhock. That's what made it weird, for sure. I mean, it was already... And Hollyhock's like, you said a few minutes. And Bojack's like, normally I finish faster. <laughs> and then Hollyhock says, you're disgusting. And then... Bojack finishes and I think there's an argument to be made that this needs to go on the list of horrible things Bojack has done. I'm deeply troubled by the weird part of his daughter being there for his sexual experience yeah that her calling him disgusting added to his pleasure even if it was marcy saying it it would be so much less weird yeah like it would be weird but like i'm not kink shaming Mm -hmm. but the fact that it's his his child Mm -hmm. and even if it wasn't his child she is a child Mm -hmm. should not be a part of his sexual encounter and so i was really horrified by that yeah same i wrote that down too of like this is very yeah i don't even know the word i had put uncomfortable but that isn't fair it's enough. disgusting yeah, yeah it is disgusting ill yeah big time oh jack yeah like it's a it's a weird line too where like normally when things get weird in this show it's like not in the same way this feels like actually bad yeah yeah like Uh, that's your kid yeah so princess carolyn and ralph are at the restaurant that is the new one that everyone goes to what's his name again uh sandro yes it's sandro's thank you and so they're like mid-meal when she gets the alert that she is ovulating Mm -hmm. and they need to have sex immediately instantly immediately Mm -hmm. and she's like i have an egg inside of me that is ripe to be fertilized and then like Gives a whole little monologue about how they could have this child, Filbert, who'll be, like, really good at the clarinet and, like, (laughs) really smart and amazing. Mm -hmm. And if you don't take me home right now and impregnate me, Filbert will never be born. Yeah, and she gives this whole, like, thing about, like, one day you'll be driving in the car and he's going to say something so insightful that you will just be floored that your son said it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was weird. It seems to work, though. Ralph is like, all right, good, yeah. Ralph's like, can I pay for dinner first? And she's like, no. No, there's no time. Why don't they just go have sex in the bathroom at the restaurant? This is a great question. I had the same thought. Like, I know that's not like, I. it's certainly frowned upon. Certainly. Like, it's it's definitely against the rules. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's less against the rules than skipping out on your tab. <laughs> yeah, I feel like most restaurants are like, yeah, yeah, I'd prefer that you paid. Like, what, they're going to let all that authentic spaghetti from Italy go to waste? Yeah. <laughs> like, that spaghetti's been across the sea. It's been through a lot. <laughs> well, do you think after the, like, boat crash situation that Sandro gave up on the Italian, like, from Italy spaghetti? Oh, I don't know. I think he just, like, started half-assing it. He just it. started buying it from a box? Yeah, or, like, made his own. I don't think he knows how to make his own. No, I don't think so either. I think that, that here's my theory, and I don't remember anything about this series, so I I don't think this is a spoiler or anything <laughs> like that. Like, I don't think it's, like, a spoiler living in my brain. Uh-huh. I think he's not really Italian. Interesting. I, I think that he's a fraud. I think he's faking it? Yeah. <laughs> that's why it's his, okay like, authentic for... authentic accent? Yeah, no, that's why it's okay for Paul of Tompkins to voice him. Mm-hmm. That would make sense. Because he's not actually Italian. That's my theory. It's all part of and his rich I'm backstory. Like, I'm, like pretty sure that that's not a like a thing that actually comes out in the show i mean so, i don't remember it being a thing in the show yeah but. so it's it's not a real thing so that's just like my fan theory my head canon <laughs> we'll all discover together if kirsten was right or not uh, yeah and what a surprise if, if it is actually <laughs> a real thing that gets established in the show okay so we go back this episode jumps back and forth a lot um, mm-hmm. which is probably why i didn't organize my notes because i was like oh that's so it's much to move around too much work <laughs> too much work and so they're it's bojack and hollyhock are driving and she's like going through the scrapbook and she's like you dated the time medium mm-hmm. 
So Time Medium, like, travels through time and also sees the future. Yes, yes. The one crime she cannot solve, her <laughs> husband's murder. Yeah, and when they meet up with her, she starts to tell the story, and Bojack's like, oh my god, is there going to be, like, a whole thing with every one of these? Yeah, she, he, she does not want to talk to the women that he has had sex with in the past. And so what happened, what I, lo- I loved when Hollyhock goes, hi, I'm Hollyhock, and I love apples but hate applesauce. Too slimy. <laughs> I relate to that. Yeah, I actually thought that, like, I wonder if Kirsten also does not like applesauce. Do you like apples? I do like, I, I like pink lady apples and I like Granny Smith apples. Pink lady, is that to take? You don't like pink lady apples? That's probably the apple that I would, like, be least likely to pick. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. They're the best <laughs> apple. Yeah, I don't, I just, yeah. What's your problem with pink lady apples? I don't know. I feel like I just, like, don't care about them. <laughs> I think that you just never had one because they're a little bit more expensive than an old Macintosh apple. Oh, I hate a Macintosh apple. Do not care what for that. What apples do you like? I like a Royal Gala apple. Ugh. I don't care for a Red Delicious apple. I'm not into that. Like I like apples. a Honey Crisp apple. Like a Honey Crisp? Mm-hmm, Way too mm-hmm. sweet. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very out on, like, anything that could be perceived as, like, a mealy apple. What does that mean? Just, What's a mealy apple? That's why I don't like the Macintosh one, except for baking with it. It's when they're, like, You're supposed to crisp. bake with Granny Smith! Well, you can do that, too. <laughs> oh, my God. I only like Granny Smith and Pink Lady because they're, like, a little bit sour. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't like... I like sour. Like, it's just, like, when I get grapes, I don't like my grapes to be too sweet. I like green grapes that are, like, a little bit sour. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Have you ever had a pink lady apple? Yeah, once, and I was like, what is this apple? I think it was, like, probably a particularly bad one, but... Yeah, I think you just need to give them another shot. I think you should try a pink lady, like, a good pink lady apple. All right, all right. I'll add it to the list. <laughs> I just I just think you should give it another shot, because they're genuinely so good. Yeah, all right. I want everyone in the on Twitter tell us your favorite apples. <laughs> and after you've finished telling us about your preferred method of roasting vegetables. Well, that would have been last week. Yeah, yeah. They were supposed okay. to have sent us a lot of food feedback. We are a food podcast, yeah. okay? And we just have to live with that. <laughs> but anyway, so the time medium got pregnant after sleeping with Bojack and then got a check in the mail from Bojack for $200 with the memo Bojack's half of the abortion. Yeah, yeah. Not great, Uh, Bojack. I mean, you know what? She had the abortion. And like, I mean, good that he at least like paid for half of it, I suppose. I think he should have paid for the whole abortion. (laughs) Definitely he should have. And also he probably shouldn't have just like sent a check in the mail. I think if you're a man and you have sex with a woman and the woman gets pregnant, a man should pay for the whole abortion. Especially if you are a celebrity. <laughs> Especially if you're a celebrity. But also abortion should be free. Yeah. So. And I think we I, can all this, agree about that. I think that we can all agree on that. And if you don't agree on that, go we fuck don't care. yourself. <laughs> I don't care about your opinion. And this is this part was like kind of funny but sad where Bojack's like, yeah, last thing you want is more Bojack's kicking around. Yeah. And then Hollyhock's like, hey. And she and he's like, you're great and all, but if I could go back in time and prevent it. So brutal. And she's like so hurt by this and just like runs out of there. But like, I mean, yeah. I mean, my instinct would be like, yeah, probably Bojack, you shouldn't have any kids. Yeah, Bojack was never equipped to be a dad. Yep. Oh, oh my God. So then... Princess Carolyn and Ralph are driving, and this is where, like, at one point, like, Bojack passes them in the car, mm-hmm. so you can tell this is all definitely happening at the same time, and Princess Carolyn's watch is giving, like, the most, like, dramatic cues about this ovulation. Mm-hmm. And so the clinical. The window is closing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, I hope that you're almost done your, like, sexual escapade. Is this really how fast it is? Like, how small of a window is it for ovulation? Yeah, I've always wondered this, too, because I feel like, to your point of, like, other sitcoms lead you to believe that it's like, if you do not have sex in the next 20 minutes, you have missed your opportunity. Like, that doesn't seem right, but I don't know. Yeah, like, you have si- your fertile window is six days. Because the lifespan of the egg is 24 hours. Yeah, the, the watch seems to have like a, it looks almost like a green bar that is like ticking down of like the window is closing. I just don't think the window is that narrow. Yeah. Because conception happens within 24 hours of ovulation, but it is also possible that like sperm would like still be alive in your body. And do, so. Do we want people who know things about this to tell us? 
Yeah, no, we don't care. Okay. <laughs> we are not a medical podcast, but if you're going to have sex, wrap it up. Yep. Protect yourself from unwanted pregnancies and sexually transmitted infections. So anyways, he goes to speed we to are, get home. We're but a food podcast, but also a comprehensive sex education podcast. <laughs> Listen, I know my shit, okay? It's <laughs> fine. And you're, you have a master's degree, so it's fine. Okay, <laughs> so they get pulled over by officer meow meow fuzzy face who we have not seen in a minute mm-hmm. and he's like they're like write us a ticket and he's like putting on a show he's like extra bad cop in this one he's like you're the speed limit is 35 miles an hour and you're going 36 miles an hour now is that over or is that under the speed mm-hmm. limit yeah and he's being very like He's very quick to pull his gun on them. Like, it's very troubling. He gets scared by the third voice coming from the eye ovulate. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, I think a cat would get scared by that. (laughs) I don't think a human cop would have the same fear. Yeah, as someone with multiple cats. I mean, my cats get scared all the time. There's a reason why they're called scaredy cats. Ah, Okay. Oh, look at you. Um, but Princess Carolyn's like, we don't have time for this. I'm in heat. Just write me a ticket so I can go home and mount my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Yeah, yeah. And so basically the rest of their story is they get arrested. The ovulation cycle is almost over. Princess Carolyn's like, your lawyer, he's good. And they have sex in the backseat of the cop car. Yeah, do it for Filbert arrested for this i think they would have just gotten a ticket yeah i think so but yeah they do it for filbert i think probably they get arrested for that (laughs) i think they would get more charges pressed yeah Yeah. we get an appearance of mr peanut butter um talking to um tom jumbo grumbo on the news Mm -hmm. and it's like oh well your wife diane nguyen seen here eating a messy sandwich (laughs) i love the messy Uh, sandwich (laughs) it's so funny wrote an article that no one would like would like want fracking in their own backyard yeah like even these frack happy politicians like they certainly wouldn't let in their own backyard like what do you say to that mr peanut butter and he's like oh i would and they're like great they're gonna set up the drills this afternoon let's bring in flackety flag they bring in a yak (laughs) and Tom Jumbo Grumbo goes, flackety flack, let's talk frack. <laughs> yes, I loved the yak. It was very good. Yakety yak. Yeah. Don't talk back. Don't talk you back. Know? A hollyhock gets out of the car and is like, I don't need you anymore, Bojack. Have a bad life. Mm-hmm. And he's like, jokes on you. I already do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the things we get here, too, is that Tanya Harding is one of the people in the book. And she said that sleeping with Bojack was the worst thing she ever did. Incredible. Mm-hmm incredible we get diane goes home and tries to turn on the sink and fire comes out because of the fracking in the back seat mm-hmm. one of the things we talked about last week we know our fracking mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> we know our stuff bojack goes home and he sees his like burned up microwave and I, the fire actually tired itself out i'm surprised his <laughs> house is still standing yeah yeah he's really like loosey-goosey about fire in his house he really does not care about fire in Southern California. It's yeah. deeply disturbing. Very troubling. But he sees that. It's like a sign of Hollyhock making him breakfast. So he goes out and talks to all of the women he slept with from the scrapbook. They like all slam the door in his stupid face. <laughs> and he does see Tanya Harding and says, oh, you always make me weak in the knees. That killed me. <laughs> <laughs> Just some Tanya Harding humor yeah, for yeah. the Gen Zs out there. <laughs> Look it up. Yep. But he catches up with Hollyhock and admits that he went to talk to all of the women and blah, blah, blah. And she goes, she's like, some of them really. And he's like, I know, haven't aged well. (laughs) And she's like, no, I was going to say they really hate you. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, like whatever. And then Hollyhock's like, it's fine. Like, I don't even want a mom. And Bojack's like, Hollyhock, it's okay to want a mom. And she gets upset and she cries like, no, it's not because that means my dads weren't enough and they were enough. Yeah, she's She's feeling really guilty about this, about like, yeah, like she shouldn't want that because her dads were so great and like she really should go home and they were so good. And then, yeah, Bojack's like, maybe we'll just like keep looking. I'm sure we'll find someone. There's still one more person who wasn't in the book. Carla Mercedes Benz Brown. Yeah, he doesn't remember anyone. I do also really like when Hollyhock starts to cry. Bojack says, what do your dad say when you cry? And she says that it's okay to cry and don't feel bad about feeling bad. And I was Mm -hmm. like, 
good parenting. So healthy. <laughs> so healthy. It makes you weak in the knees. Sometimes you just need to hear that. You mm-hmm. know, it's okay to cry. Don't feel bad about feeling bad. Yep. Great advice. But yeah, he makes up a woman and there's like a brown Mercedes on the street parked in front of the Tesla. And so he clearly names this fake woman after this car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they're going to they're gonna go look for the, the last woman and Hollyot can stay with Bojack until they find her. Yes. Diane? Oh, wait, no. Diane hasn't published the article yet. Or no, she did. She published yeah. the one about fracking, but then she wrote a new article. Yes. So Diane tells Mr. Peanutbutter that he has to drop out of the race. And he's like, I hear you, and I'm listening to what you're saying, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, I wrote a post. It's called The Case Against Mr. Peanut Butter. Drop out of the race, or I'm going to post the article. Yeah, and there was like a moment before this where Katrina has said, like, I'm really enjoying watching your marriage crumble around you. And then we have this moment where they, like, Mr. Peanut Butter gets really pissed, and he's like, this is just going to look like you're airing our dirty laundry publicly, and it's going to look like a spat between us, and that's super embarrassing. Yeah, he's like, it's going to come across as a lover's bat and it's going to embarrass everyone. And so she posts the article and he like throws her laptop and she like throws a monitor and then she breaks his good boy mug. Mm, which he is and not happy about. He is not happy. And then they're like kind of wrestling a little bit, mm-hmm. but the anger turns to passion and they have sex on the desk. Yeah. Very uncomfortable sex that I did not want to see. Yeah. And like, yeah. I was very uncomfortable also. <laughs> well, and especially, too, because the end of the episode is Diane being like, frack me, Mr. Peanut Butter, frack me. <laughs> That's literally what I was going to say. Like, that was the part that made me uncomfortable, but I was too uncomfortable even to say it. So I'm glad you did it for me. I hated it. I hated it so much. It made me so uncomfortable. And, like, I know we've talked before about how Mr. Peanut Butter, like, keeps it tight and he's hot. <laughs> but, like, we wouldn't have sex with him because we're humans. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Bojack had sex with a human earlier in this episode. And it was also, like, extra weird. It was also, like, pretty uncomfortable when it was just, like, them wrestling also. I wasn't thrilled about that. Yeah, I don't like the physical aggression yeah, too in physical. their relationship. Yeah. Yeah, like, Mr. Peanut Butter, like, I mean, obviously it turns into them making out, but, like, I feel like him pushing her up against the wall like that is, like, that's not okay. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. So. Like, unless that was, like, explicitly part of their like foreplay not in an angry way but it wasn't it seemed like it was out of anger indeed yes definitely because she broke his mug and i mean he's a dog dogs get mad yeah yeah we're lucky he didn't bite her oh god all right well i don't know man anyways i hated that so thankfully um that's the whole episode yeah that's it (laughs) so stefan wrote in about this and said marcy is obviously a psycho you can tell because she has honeydew on her snack tray (laughs) Uh, who would you want to voice an app not like a creepy ovulation app just any app that you use oh what's a great voice who has a great voice he says scarlett johansson morgan freeman or sean bean i think all of that's too intense yeah Um, that's a lot all of that's a lot for me i would want someone with like a more neutral voice Mm -hmm. maybe someone with an accent Ooh, maybe like chris hemsworth Ooh, mm -hmm. that's a good pick that's a pretty good one. Who would you want to voice an app? Oh, I don't know. What kind of app would it be? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the thing. Like, do we feel like if it was an ovulation app, do you want one that's a little less intense or is it supposed to be intense? I think. I got to tell you right now, I don't want an ovulation app that works like that. Yeah. <laughs> Period. I don't want any app that puts that much pressure on me. Yeah. No, it's not healthy. Yeah. We got an email from Bradley who says, I've been trying to binge your podcast episode and catch up. I just finished. It's you. So I'm still a few weeks behind. But oh, and I really like this one. This is this is coming for me. I really like this question or comment. So Bradley says, when Bojack crashes his Tesla into the pool, I took that as him trying to prove to Diane that people would indeed save him if he died. It was a public suicide attempt with tons of people there. And he wanted to prove to himself that he has friends who are there for him. But only Mr. Peanut Butter dove in to save him while everyone else just stood there. I actually refuse to perceive that question in light of the fact that I am currently depressed. Thank you. (laughs) I will acknowledge it and say, Bradley, I think this is incredible. (laughs) I think it was an accident. I don't know. Yeah. Like maybe that was like his deep down motivation. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it was like, I don't think he knew that that's what he was doing. Mm -hmm. Fair. And then he says, do you think he considers Mr. Peanut Butter a friend since he always seems to be annoyed by him? Mr. Peanut Butter definitely thinks of Bojack as his friend. Yeah, I think Mr. Peanut Butter thinks they're friends, but Bojack's like thinks he's too cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Because even now, Bojack's feeling very alone. Todd didn't move back in with him, whatever. He has not reached out to Mr. Peanut Butter. Yeah, that's a good point. There are definitely times that we've seen where they've been like slightly more positive with one another. But most of the time, I yeah. think he's annoyed by him. And then Jake says, just curious if you two are going to cover the Christmas special that happened in between seasons one and two, or are you saving it until Christmas? It's obviously filler, but it sets up Goober and Bradley's catchphrases, which you mentioned before that you weren't sure if they happened before season three. Oh, well, I think that we can, I think we're very close to having to cross that bridge. I think we'll, we'll talk about it at holiday time. Yeah, there you go. Good answer. <laughs> like, I think that'll be a fun where we like take a break or release a bonus episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm into that. What's your like winter holiday like? Do you get time off school? I get time off school. I still have to work. <laughs> do you get days off work though? Yeah, I do. I get like that uh, week and a half from like Christmas nice. to early January. I get, what do I get? So I get, because Christmas Day is a Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I think I will get to leave work early on the 24th. Then obviously I have 25th, 26th off. Mm-hmm. And then I have the 27th and 28th off because it is a, to, in lieu of Christmas and Boxing Day. And then I work three days and then I get three days off. Right. Hmm. So I'm hoping to be time. able to visit the fam at some point. We'll see how that goes. How COVID's Cute. looking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you, you triple mask up. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, we have a new review that I am seeing for the first time right now. Yay! Oh my god! This is from Chinsational. <laughs> Surfs all the way up. <gasps> Yay! Greetings from Philly. Bojack's my favorite show, and on a whim, I recently decided to see if there was an episode recap podcast, and I'm super glad that I randomly picked yours. I've been listening nearly every day to work. I'm all caught up, and now I need to wait for new episodes, and I'm sad. To quote nine-year-old Bojack, what do you do when you get sad? How do you not be sad? <laughs> anyway, I love your recap and analysis of the intricacies of the show. It's chef's kiss. I end up laughing incredibly hard at something one of you says every episode, usually during one of your incredible tangents. <laughs> and then I also have some potential insights from your last episode in the old Sugarman, Sugarman play cows are waiters because they get tipped i read that explanation on the internet so it must be true hey that's so good love it love it oh my god incredible so thank you chinsational love that welcome to the horse girl yes (laughs) so that was obviously from the u.s store i'm assuming there's no new canadian ones no new canadian ones canada you really you gotta get your shit together yeah i refuse to believe we don't have more canadian listeners well, doesn't the website tell us where our downloads come from? Yes. Yes, it does. Shouldn't we look? How, let's look and see what the concentration is. All right. All right. One of our incredible tangents. <laughs> see, this is a pro-tangent podcast. Yes. I mean, it was mentioned right there. All right. So, 17.2 thousand all-time downloads. Hey, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. 4,000 in the last 30 days. It's pretty good. Where your audience comes from. Okay. Uh, this is, I think, in the last 10 days. Yeah. 786 downloads from the U.S., 122 from Canada. Wow. And then a bunch from the U.K., 52 in the U.K., 26 in South Korea. We were recently on the iTunes charts in South Korea. Well, <laughs> so I guess that means we should recap Squid Game after this? I guess so. I'm not ready to watch Squid Game. No, me it either. sounds too sad. Too graphic for me. Yeah, I've heard that as well. Most people are in British Columbia and Ontario. Okay. Yeah. Just like in Canada as a whole. I mean, yeah, when I zoom in on Canada, I can see the breakdown. How many Albertans? Mm, 14. I'm surprised. I'm surprised <laughs> any Albertans are willing to listen. Most of our listeners are in Texas. So Chappelle. <laughs> Thanks, Chappelle. It's Beth Chappelle and his friends. And then 63 in California. And then Arizona, and then Michigan, and then New York. What? We don't need all 50 states. We just need the ones that matter. That's right. Okay? That's right. We have, I mean, we have all but like 10. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly, even... we are not very popular in the Dakotas, or Utah, or Kentucky, or West Virginia, or Mississippi. Well, you know, I think those are all pretty religious areas, and we have shot that horse <laughs> in the face. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so exactly uh, what I was going to say. <laughs> so, you know what? If the Bible Belt doesn't want us too bad, guess what? We don't want you either. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm a disaster. It's fine. Anyways, we accept people of all kinds of faiths and beliefs as long as you don't force your faiths and beliefs on other people. Thank you. <laughs> okay. What did we get on Twitter? 
There was a slight spoiler in the cow theory from Morgan, so I'll leave that to people can check it out on their own. Mm-hmm. People really were excited to hear about roasted potato, like roasted <laughs> vegetables, and they're like, oh, but potatoes have to be first, right? In the like, power rankings. The, obviously. We were like, well, duh, that's how this all started. Yeah. When you said there's going to be more tangents, as he said, I will listen to every minute as always. Hashtag horse girl. <laughs> Morgan said we came for the BoJack but stayed for the tangents. Excellent. Because you tweeted tangent alert. I, Lindsay, am very busy. So in the interest of fewer edits, you will be getting the roasted vegetable conversation in full next week. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Typically, if we go on for like a long time, I will like shorten tangents a little bit. Not anymore. (laughs) They get the full thing and they'll deal with it. That's right. Jules said the tangents are such a lovely part of the pod. Please don't ever cut. And then Sam Standish said... Jane Krakowski is in four seasons of Modern Family. <laughs> yeah, I, think I said we were allegedly. Quite that too. <laughs> allegedly, and then I tweeted asking for feedback on commence fracking, and Elliot said, "Be careful when you mine the comments for content. This tweet might collapse in on them." <laughs> yes, be very careful. Be very careful with the fracking. Mm-hmm. I certainly wouldn't allow fracking in my own backyard. Certainly not. But that's that's all from Twitter. Have we gotten, is that everything from the Foreman email? That's it. Yep. Okay. Well, thank you to everyone for engaging with us. If you want to be part of the conversation next week, you can email us bojackhorsepod at gmail.com. You can tweet us at bojackhorsepod or you can fill in our Google form, which is our pinned tweet slash I think tinyurl.com slash bojackhorsepod. Yeah, I think so. I believe, but I, it's been a long time, so I, I don't know. You can find Lindsay talking about The Simpsons on the Simpsons Then and Now podcast. Mm-hmm. I also recently appeared on the No Time to Pod podcast with our good friend of the pod, Grace Leader, uh, talking about Casino Royale. <laughs> Only available for the patrons of Post Show Recap, so one reason to check that out, I guess. Are there more episodes of that podcast than Princess Carolyn has eggs or less? <laughs> less, because there are definitely less than Harry Potter movies. Okay, well, there were Grace is working on him. Yes, as always, Grace very funny. Support her in all that she does. Yes, missing everything. You can catch me talking Riverdale over on Kowski Cast. That's cow with a K. I haven't yet recorded, but at some point this week, so it'll come out before this podcast. There will be finale coverage for Riverdale season five uh, is finally over. So I won't have to talk about Riverdale again until November, which is a great feeling. Thank God. <laughs> uh, and you can catch me on my Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash Kirsten said what, where I'm streaming about three times a week right now. And you can follow me everywhere at Kirsten said what on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all of it. I'm everywhere and I have consistent branding. <laughs> But that is all for BoJack this week. We will be back next week to talk Season 4, Episode 5, Thoughts and Prayers. So until next time. Bye. Bye.